This is Radio Popstat. Yeah, was that a jingle I heard? Sounded very much like a jingle, didn't it? <laughs> all sounding rather professional. Oh well, it's all downhill from now, I guess. And we are back, broadcasting from the world's most powerful radio transmitter, the internet. This is Radio Popstand, calling the world from Eastbourne. Is there anybody out there? I hope so. Don't be talking to myself. Oh, no, 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 no. So, what have we got for you this time? A bumper bundle of stuff, that's for sure. Let's start with something that occurred a few days ago when I, unexpectedly, was awoken from my almost slumbering state. What a commotion! I just started to snooze away and I was entering the land of Nod when there was an almighty uproar going on outside. My first thought was seagulls having an argument, perhaps? I put the bed covers over my head in an attempt to deafen the noise, but the noise just appeared to get louder. Time to investigate and find out what's going on. I can't sleep with this din going on. I got closer to the outside door of my lounge. It didn't sound like seagulls anymore. The noise at this point was horrendous. By this time, Benji and Minnie were on the scene, making their own version of a horrendous noise. I moved over to the big sliding main glass doors of the dining room, and the next thing I see is two foxes running across the garden. They jump over the fence and were gone. Of course, Benji and Minnie continue their barking. All right, all right, you two. The show's over. Back to bed. They soon calm down and we soon return to our sleeping locations. Heaven knows what those foxes were doing. Hmm, possibilities? I don't know. Uh, Having a fight? Possible. Perhaps they were having early Christmas carol practice. Foxes and dogs making lots of noise. Not a very good combination in the hours of darkness when little children and old Jefferies should be fast asleep. Let's move on. Our main feature about the iOS app Teleom is coming soon, but first, an item I found in the archives about a certain Barry Seagull and what a devil he was. Back in 2013, I was employed by a certain Radio Eastbourne, and this is the tape that accidentally went out over the airways. Airwaves, the unedited version of an item about Morty Barry. They pinched our goldfish. Radio Eastbourne was not much of a radio station, you know. Did you know their record player broke and they refused to buy a new one? I left the station in disgust and came back to Radio Pop Stand. (laughs) 
One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's that. That's what it is. It's that. This is a test. Right. Good morning. This is wonderful Radio Eastbourne on two sixes meters on the. Good morning. This is wonderful Radio Eastbourne on two six six meters. Your swinging station playing only the best in rock and roll. Unfortunately, our record player is broken, so you will have to listen to me for the next three hours talking at most dribble. If we can prize our engineer out of bed, maybe our next programme at 11 o'clock will feature our dog Simba playing much more hit music. On the other hand, if the engineer stops in bed, then it's Simba telling us tales all about his adventures during his daily dog walks. Oh well, never mind. But now, as the time fast approaches, 9.43 on this Saturday morning, it's time for the 2 o'clock news. This is Frederick James Eastbourne reading it. At Eastbourne Crown Court today, a seagull by the name of Barry was found guilty of stealing goldfish from our goldfish pond, in evidence given to the court by Detective Chief Inspector Grad Gregorklaflola. At Eastbourne Crown Court today, a seagull by the name of Barry was found guilty of stealing goldfish from our goldfish pond. In evidence given to the court by Chief Inspector... <laughs> Inspector. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Stop laughing. Ah. Mm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> At Eastbourne Crown Court today... <clears throat> That'd be sensible. At Eastbourne Crown Court today, a seagull by the name of Barry. <laughs> At Eastbourne Crown Court today, a seagull by the name of Barry was found guilty of stealing goldfish from our goldfish pond. In evidence given to the court by Detective Chief Inspector Gregory Haddock, in which he presented pictures of Barry with orange tinges to his beak, a telltale sign that had been the culprit which carried out the offence. Later in the hearing, that doesn't sound right at all, does it? Let's do it again. At Eastbourne Crown Court today, a seagull by the name of Barry was found guilty of stealing goldfish from our goldfish pond. In evidence given at the court by Detective Chief Inspector Gregory Haddock, in which he presented pictures of Barry with orange tinges to his beak. This, as Inspector Haddock said, is a telltale sign that he had been the culprit that carried out the offence. Later in the hearing, Miss Laura Jellyfish told how she was awoken by the commotion of Barry stealing goldfish from the pond in the back garden of where she lives. Further incriminating evidence was given by Geoffrey Whiting, who actually saw Barry sitting on the fence with a goldfish in his mouth, and further saw Barry flying away with said goldfish when Geoffrey attempted to get Barry to return the goldfish to the pond. In summing up the case, Mr. Justice Herring said he. Hang on. In summing up the case, Mr. Justice Herring said this was an unbelievable crime on fish kind, and he hoped that Barry would think long and hard over the years of the sentence passed down to him. Barry Seagull was sentenced to five years hard labour, 
listening continuously to Frankie Howard sing Three Little Fishes. Listening to... Uh, in summing up the case, Mr Justice Herring said this was an unbelievable crime on fish kind and that he hoped Barry would think long and hard over the years of the sentence passed down to him. Barry Seagull was sentenced to five years hard labour listening continually to Frankie Howard sing Three Little Fishes. Surprisingly, outside the court, Barry's supporters were in force, with banners with the words, Barry is innocent, and Barry should be a free bird. That ends this news summary. The next news here on Wonderful Radio Eastbourne will be in five hours' time at 92 minutes past midnight. This has been Frederick James Eastbourne reporting. That all sounds a bit fishy to me. Broadcasting from the world's most powerful radio transmitter, the Internet. This is Radio Pop Stand. Okay, let's move on to our main feature and a look at the app by the name of Teleonum. An app called... Oh dear, here we go again. Another one that I don't know how to pronounce. Here we go then, let's try. It's Teleonm. Oh, I think that might be all right. Perhaps that's right. <laughs> it's spelt T-E-L-L-O-N-Y-M. So um, i best leave it to you to work that one out. The idea of the app is to ask other users questions, and the person asked answers as truthfully as they can. Then, of course, you can also be asked questions, which obviously you then answer. Up until recently, the asker has always been anonymous, but they have just changed this so that the asker can have his or her name shown or can still remain anonymous. I've yet to receive a question or a tell, as they are called in the app, where the asker has revealed his or her name. I've been using this app for a few months now, still not really sure of its worth in the world of social media apps. Um, Unfortunately, I have heard a few reports of bullying on the app, which is totally unacceptable, of course. Um, But um, unfortunately, uh, most social media apps uh, do suffer from this from time to time. Um, With this app, I guess it's the anonymous content possible that doesn't help matters. There's the usual following capability, liking posts and conversing with other users of the answered posts. You can delete a question if you don't want to answer. In the time I've been on the app, I've deleted one question, which I didn't think was really appropriate. So, as to the questions I've been asked, I thought perhaps the best thing um, to do to bring them to life on this medium of radio pop stand would be as a quick-fire session of answers and questions, or even questions and answers, right, put it the right way round. Um, if you do want to look me up on tele, Teleonium, then please do. It's the usual username I use on most apps of Jeffers on here. That's all one word, 
Jeffers on here. This is Radio Pop Stand. When is your birthday? That's a very good question. Legend has it that I was found about 160 years ago, exact date unknown, by aliens on the planet Azog. I was, by unknown method, transported to Earth, discovered by humans, given the name Jeff, and been here ever since. So, you'll have to guess the date that I was born. Were you expecting a short answer? Or, should I say, were you expecting a sensible answer? Uh, hello. Uh, did you ever go to a concert? Uh, no, I've never been to a concert. The nearest I've been is to see Jimmy Osmond in a pantomime. He sang Crazy Horses. That's one of my favourites, you know. How many languages do you speak? Well, there's a sensible answer to this, and there's a silly answer. The sensible answer is one, English, which I suppose is stating the obvious, seeing I'm writing this, or speaking this as it is, in English. The silly answer is 1.5. The 0.5 is something originally brought into being by my late father. A couple of translations, if you wish. Fides is a cup of tea. A frownox is a frost. I bet you wish you hadn't asked now, don't you? Right, here's my question. Do you know Breaking Bad? No, I don't. Sounds a rather serious complaint, though. Hope you get better soon. Hello. If you could have a superpower, which one would you choose? What a question. Must admit, I looked at the question and was rather puzzled as to what a superpower was. After a bit of research, it's got to be time travel that I would choose. The thought of stepping back in time and correcting one's mistakes would be very good. Then moving forward to get the forthcoming lottery results, that would be quite appealing. Better not do it too often though, might get found out. What's the most beautiful place you ever been to? That's a good question. In my early teenage years, we lived in a village right in the middle of the New Forest in Hampshire, in the south of England. A beautiful place, for sure, with wild horses and beautiful countryside. What is your favourite thing to do? To make somebody smile, without a doubt. What are your religious or spiritual beliefs? With the problems that occur in this world over people's spiritual and religious beliefs, I try to avoid such beliefs. All I would say is I believe that we should all learn to live in peace with each other and not make judgments because of each other's beliefs, the colour of their skin or other traits. Um, do you listen to, to, to Drake? Bit before my time, I'm afraid. He's the fella that sailed around the world in the 1500s, isn't he? Unless you're talking about music. Um, afraid I've heard the name mentioned before, but uh, I've most probably 
unintentionally listened, but have no idea, I'm afraid, about his, her, or perhaps it's their music. Sorry about that. Name a person that you would like to spend a day with, if you could. Well, hope this allows for people that have passed away. If so, I'd most likely choose either my mum or dad, although it would be very upsetting when the day did come to its conclusion. Do you like to sing? Yes, but, and it's a big but, my singing capabilities are terrible. So I try to keep my singing activities away from general release to protect people's ears. Ah, oh, hello there. I thought I'd ask a question. Did you ever watch Titanic? I certainly have a great film of a terrible tragedy. One niece of mine was so amazed by the film that she went to the cinema when it first came out um, all three, perhaps even four times, maybe even more. Leonardo DiCaprio, I hope that's how you say his name, and Kate Winslet played their parts well. I've also seen the black and white film A Night to Remember portraying the tragedy, starring Kenneth Moore from the 1950s. Watch it if you can, and also if you can bear to watch a black and white film. Are you following politics? On occasion I do. I've been following this Brexit fiasco we have here in the UK at present, and like the majority of people, I've become totally bored and annoyed with the whole situation. For supposed intelligent people, these MPs don't seem to grasp one important factor, and that is the need to compromise to resolve the issue. All they're doing is just making matters worse. Enough said. Uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, day or night? Is that a question? I assume you're inquiring, do I prefer day or night? Have to say, I don't really have a preference. Day is day and night is night. Annoying so-and-so, and I. Um, or are you asking me whether it's day or night at the present time? Well, it's currently 1914 hours here. Um, and it's not dark yet, so I guess it's day. Um, that's if you consider hours of lightness as day and hours of darkness as night. <laughs> I could go on like this for hours, couldn't I? Um, so I'd best stop there. Thanks for your question, though. Oh, uh, yes, hello. Um, I just thought I'd ask you this. What's the best international food? Um... There are so many types of food, aren't there, um, that it's almost impossible to say which is the best. I'm not a great consumer of international food, and I'm quite happy with good old British food. Shepherd's pie is a favourite. Um, you're most likely thinking that's not an international food, but I'm sure many in countries other than UK would consider it international, wouldn't they? Uh yeah, uh, uh, did you dream anything today? Uh, since I've reached the age of 958 and three months, I've great difficulty in remembering the dreams I had during the last night. I certainly did have a dream last night, and I've just spent the last few minutes unsuccessfully trying to remember what it was about, but no, sorry, it's gone. Yes, um, now tell me. What's your biggest wish? World peace, everyone living in harmony, 
the destruction of any form of hate. Right, okay, what I want to know is, what's your biggest fear? Oh, that's too frightening to even think about. Are you a jealous person? No, definitely not. A negative emotion that serves no constructive purpose. Yes, I've got a question. How do you handle a heartbreak? Try to keep busy. Try not to dwell on the heartbreak. Not easy, I know, but what more can you do? My late father said many years ago, We can all be sad. We can all suffer heartbreak. We can all grieve. But whatever you do, do not make yourself ill over such emotions. This is Radio Popstat. And there you have it. Telly Oniam. Available, which I should have mentioned before at the beginning bit, but uh, available on iOS only. Calling the world from Eastbourne, this is Popstand. Before we end transmissions for today, we have this report just received from our fast reporter of Butler. I knew I'd get that wrong. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, right, okay. Before we end transmissions today, we have this report just received from our vast network of reporters about some peas. Yes, I believe that's right. Yes, peas. Yeah, okay. Here's the report. Now, I wonder, how did the black-eyed peas get their name? Did one of their mums perhaps burn a saucepan of peas? Quite possibly, you know. Because this is just something that's just gone and happened at Jeffers HQ. Yes, we've burnt the peas. Should we start a pop group, I wonder? But what should we call the group? We can't call it the black-eyed peas. No, that would cause problems, wouldn't it? How about the peas that are no longer green-eyed? Yes, why not? It would be a new sensation. Yay! By the way, it was not me that burnt the peas. No, trust me, definitely not. And now we conclude transmissions for today. The management and staff of Radio Pop Stand trust you have enjoyed today's broadcast and that you'll join us again. Don't know exactly when, but we will be back sometime soon. If you wish to make contact, you can do so via Twitter, username Jeffers on here. Or if you wish to use the Anchor app, you can do so by sending us a voice message. Yes, and then you could feature on a future Radio Pop Stand broadcast. You could become a star, just like what I'm not. This has been Radio Pop Stand, broadcasting from the world's most powerful radio transmitter the internet. Goodbye.
Did you know there are 22, yes, 22 previous broadcasts from Radio Pop Stand, and they are all available now on your favourite podcast player. Do your ears a favour and give them a listen. This is Radio Pop Stand.